What is up, Why We Disney fam? Welcome back and happy Wednesday. We are so excited for this episode that we have prepared for you. We're going to talk about a very crucial topic right now with Walt Disney World, and that is COVID-19. So if you know and if you've been to Disney recently, it is completely different than it was before. So we're going to talk about all of that today and some of the regulations they have put on the parks. So we truly hope that you enjoy this episode. And I do want to also mention, if you haven't already, make sure you follow us on Instagram, like our Facebook page, and also subscribe to our YouTube channel. We don't want you to miss a thing. All right. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. We hope you guys enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to the Why We Disney podcast. Happy Wednesday. I'm so glad to have my co-host Kara with me. Kara, say hi. Hey y'all. Thank you so much for joining us once again. We actually promised you guys on the very first episode that we would cover some Disney during COVID updates. So this is what this episode is all about is Disney during COVID. If you have not visited Disney World yet um, during this whole COVID process, perk your ears up because we have some great information to bring you and just some things that you probably should be prepared for moving forward. Um, I want to read the statement that Disney posted on their website. And now this is disneyworld.disney.go.com. Jeez Louise, why'd they have to make that so complicated? I'll never know. But this is the actual statement that they released. And it's interesting. So the statement states, we have taken enhanced health and safety measures for you, our guests, and our cast members. You must follow all posted instructions while visiting the Walt Disney World Resort. An inherent risk of COVID-19 exists in any public place where people are present. COVID-19 is an extremely contagious disease that can lead to severe illness and even death. According to the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention, senior citizens and guests with underlining medical conditions are especially vulnerable. Okay, by visiting the Walt Disney World Resort, you voluntarily assume all risk related to exposure to COVID-19. So by scanning into any park, you don't have to physically sign anything, but you are agreeing to assume all risk related to the exposure of COVID-19. And I, you know, stated earlier where you can find that statement, um, but very interesting to me. We had a guest on last week who we had such a good time with Brooke, uh, but she put it so well. And she said that if you plan to visit Disney in the near future, um, you just need to probably prepare yourself. If you have a serious problem with wearing a mask, for instance, if you have a serious problem with COVID-19, like, hey, do the cast members a favor, do us a favor, maybe stay home until things start to cool off. We would, you know, greatly appreciate it. I know Kara was just recently in Disney, yeah. but I when I was there, like I saw like a ton of people like arguing with cast members about these masks and stuff like guys do us a favor, stay home. <laughs> and and don't my biggest thing is if you're going to go and, and adhere to the rules, adhere to the rules to the fullest. If Because I, there was a couple of circumstances, especially in Galaxy's Edge for some reason, that um, cast members were saying like, you know, if you're not actively eating or drinking. Um, please put your mask on. And and there was this mom and she was like, well, we are eating, but like, 
the cast member was like, well, you're not physically eating. Like, you do not have it to your mouth right now, so please put a mask on. And that mom was getting mad. And I really just, you know, no physical harm, of course. But I really just wanted to say something because we're those cast members are still trying to make your trip magical. And if all you have to do is keep a mask on, man, it's not that hard. It's really just right. not that hard. <laughs> right. I agree. And I, I think, like, their whole thing is, like, being stationary. Like, if you are stationary with, like, a drink or something, like – in your hand, like, hey, keep the mask on if you are not stationary. But if you are standing and you have like a Joffrey's donut in your hand, like, it's okay to remove your mask. Like, they are being lenient, but you have to be stationary. Mm -hmm. And that's just what I've heard like so many arguments about is like, I'm eating or I'm drinking. And it's like, yes, but you're not stationary. Like, you have to be stationary and you can take your mask yeah, off. Yeah, I heard a lot of um, cast members even say, please, because like people were like walking and drinking. And they're like, please yeah. be stationary while consuming, you know, your beverages. And I'm just like, yes, Disney, tell these people what to do. We're not, we're yeah. not getting the COVID here. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, but for real, for real. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Crazy Disney things during COVID. Well, how about we get into like some specifics? Um, I thought, Casey, that we would start with transportation because for those of us that are out of town, out of state, the first thing you have to deal with is the transportation. I'm not going to get into the flights, but I will get into Magical Express. That's the first time you hit Disney, uh, not property, what's the word I'm looking for? Disney stuff. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, so in my experience for Magical Express, what happened was when we were boarding the bus, you have to um, give your bag to the handler. There's no, uh, you have to go pick up your bag from baggage claim. So there's no like them taking it to Magical Express anymore. And then they are seating everyone every other row, which I thought was great. Um, you know, it just, you might have to wait in the Magical Express line a little bit longer, but it was <clears throat> definitely the safer option coming mm -hmm. with that. Just some other random Disney transportation things during COVID. Their buses are... Uh, roped off with the plexiglass and the driver actually tells you what section you can sit in. So not everyone's coming on the bus all at one time. Um, they have very clear white-ish boards that they write on and there are numbers and they will tell you where to sit and you sit down in your party. Um, it's all very orderly and I absolutely love it because they truly are taking everyone's health and safety into consideration especially during this time like they're trying to make it magical and fit everyone on there but mm. i think uh most people are being understanding you know we were next in line to get on the bus but we couldn't because it was full and um you know it's you know everyone's just trying to be safe so that's it about the buses the skyliner which guys i finally wrote the skyliner and i absolutely love it <laughs> i could do a whole podcast episode about the Skyliner but to talk about it in a transportation term so there is only one party per Skyliner right now which was really nice Brandon and I were just chilling in the Skyliner the whole time we were like it's our own personal ride like the Skyliner is basically a ride <laughs> it <laughs> so is so that that was cool and some other transportation thing when you're going between levels of your resorts there is actually a sign above the elevators that say one party per session right which right. i think was absolutely amazing maybe people are going to walk now but with your elevator rides it is saying one party and you know i think in the transportation scheme of things they are taking every 
caution, every plexiglass, every, you know, everything that they can do to keep us safe to and throw the, um, the magical experiences. So that was super awesome of them. Yeah. Oh yeah. I totally agree. I think they are taking like the most extreme precautions, but it's only to keep us safe. If anything else, you know, it's only to keep us safe. Definitely. Uh, Yeah. So thank you so much, Kara. We are going to pause just really quickly for an ad break guys. We'll be back in just a second. So in addition to transportation at Disney being wildly different, by the way, um, which I actually appreciate all of the transportation differences that they made, but uh, we're going to move on to just some some in-park regulations that they put on the queues. So like your lines that you're waiting in for rides or to get popcorn or wherever you're standing. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love this. I don't know why they did not think of this before COVID. It's freaking excellent. I love the six feet markers, the social distancing markers in the queue. I, I am claustrophobic a little bit anyway. So being able just to stand comfortably with space, like my arms can move is (laughs) like, it is the most incredible thing. You have room to breathe in Disney. What? Oh, it's insane. (laughs) You were talking about the buses earlier too. Like they pack like hundred, like a hundred people on a bus. And now you can literally sit down and breathe and not feel so crowded. So Mm -hmm. same way in the lines, you are standing on those markers within six feet apart from the next party in front of you. Do people actually stand six feet apart? I mean, we try. We try. We try. It's super hard um, just because I'm so used to like filling all the empty space and like cast members are walking through like, hey, guys, fill in all the empty space. But mm-hmm. now like I am trying to pay more attention to standing back when my husband and I were there a few weeks ago. I kept having to like grab his arm and like pull him back to the line because he just didn't catch it very quickly. He's yes. like, let's go. Like, I'm so ready. And but- right now at the parks, they're only doing cues in the standby lines. There are no cues in the fast pass lines right now, exactly. which is actually a blessing, you know, trying to be thankful here in 2020, which was actually really nice because in my trip back in 2019, I have, I didn't go into any standby lines. I had a fast pass for everything. Yeah. Like I got a fast pass. So I actually never saw the queue lines. So it was awesome this trip when I went just back in November and I saw the queue lines because yeah. they were so cool. Yeah, they're so different. Like, they're so different now. And I also and like, I'm all about the plexiglass now. Like, when you're standing in the queues waiting, so not only can you breathe and you have six feet between you and the next party, but there's also, like, these plexiglass that's on each side of you where you're not, like, you know, sitting on, like, up close to people. I just love it. I have personally loved this addition during COVID-19, I'm not a huge fan of wearing masks, so that's the only one that I'm, like, meh about. But I will do it because if it gets me in the parks again, like, tell me to wear two masks. You want me to wear three? I'll wear three. Like, that's fine. So here's my hot take about the cute lines. Here's my hot take about these six-feet markers. I love them, and I, I really hope they stay. 
My only problem with them is since people aren't in the actual queues, like in the buildings, it makes the outside more crowded. Because oh, I'm just yeah. walking between people that are in line for queues. Like that section of Fantasyland in between um, Peter Pan's flight, Peter Pan's flight, and it's a small world. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is a regular park day. Right. Because it was so much, there's just so many people standing outside. Mm-hmm. That was my only thing that I didn't really like about it. Everything else was great. But I do have to say that on this podcast, I want to give, you know, my open and honest opinions here. So that was the only thing that I didn't like about it. But if that is what, you know, is keeping Disney open, I will deal with it for the rest of forever. Yeah. I am super <laughs> interested to see how they're going to go moving forward because you know I heard like recently that they're increasing the capacity to 30 from 30 to 35 percent I think they were I think it was 25 to 35 to 35 Mm -hmm. right so like I'm super interested because the more they increase the park capacity the more those lines are going to back up through the parks right exactly which is why we need fast passes right i i sure like surely they've got to bring fast passes back soon just for that reason alone because eventually i mean like literally the line to get out of haunted mansion is going to be somewhere down near like splash mountain like at some point it just has to be I literally, I remember Brandon and I walking up to Haunted Mansion and we, we walked up, man. And they were like the lines all the way back in Frontierland. And I was like, what are you talking about? Yes. (laughs) Yes. What? (laughs) So I'm super interested to see how they're moving forward with that. Um, I will say that is also my only issue with the queues is that they're literally backed up out of the queue around the corner to the end of the street. Like, it's just crazy. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Well, that's that on queues, everyone. (laughs) so how about let's talk about the cleaning procedures actually Casey you told me this because I didn't really know when and how they were cleaning stuff you know you see it you hear about it okay um Mm -hmm. but Casey you actually said that they clean every two hours yes so a cast member told me this uh last time I was there in crap when was I there it was for my birthday it was October yeah so October 29th through November 2nd or something Um, when I was there, we were waiting in line for at Hollywood studios for Mickey and Minnie's runaway railway. And I stood in the same spot for a good, like 15 minutes. So a cast member was like walking by me and I'm like, Hey, like, excuse me. I just have like a quick question. Is the ride shut down right now? Because it's not saying that it shut down on my Disney experience. And I literally have not moved from this spot. And so she began to just like educate me a little bit. She's like, absolutely. So we, it definitely was shut down just for a few minutes for cleaning procedures. And then like, I wanted to be like, look, I have a podcast. Like I need my people to know. (laughs) (laughs) Listen here. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well tell me like, tell me a little bit more about that. And she's like, absolutely. So every two hours we have to clean and sanitize every part of the ride. And so if you'll notice, which I'm sure you noticed when you were there, Kara, is like, you'll stop for a very like what seems to be like a long amount of time. And then once they open the ride back up, you move like a long substantially, yes. right, substantially when they open it back up. But it's because that they have literally like blocked the line off, 
gotten the people off the ride, cleaned the entire ride, cleaned the rails all the way up until the ride. Um, so yeah, they, and she just kind of educated me on that for a second and I was super appreciative of it, but yeah, so every two hours they have to stop everything and sanitize and clean every ride. And you never know when they're going to clean. I mean, I'm sure you can ask a cast member. I was so, okay. So test track was the very first ride of my trip, right? So we got to Epcot. We were like, okay, let's go hit up test track. It was like a, mm, I don't know, 25 minute wait. Yeah. Our wait ended up being an hour because we um, ended up hitting a cleaning procedure. Oh. And so I was like, oh my God, what is happening? And it was great. They came on the intercom. They said, you know, we're cleaning, blah, blah, blah. I felt like that cleaning, it could have been 15 minutes, but our, and our, you know, I did the, um, I did the stopwatch to see the wait times versus the actual times and right. our actual wait time was an hour long from start to finish. So you don't know when you're going to hit those cleaning procedures, but I will say stay up to date with your, my Disney experience app, just like Casey just said. And like, you know, ask if they're doing something, maybe the rides down, rise of the resistance breaks down all the time. So yeah, um, just go ahead and stay, you know, up to date with all of that. Right. And always like ask a cast member, like when in doubt, ask a cast member. I've never once been refused, you know, like they always answer my question and they always like give me some kind of explanation. Mm-hmm. You know, so never hesitate to ask a cast member. They'll give you the information. And if you're listening and you are a cast member, uh, you want to shoot us some information? <laughs> you want to you want to help help us out? Um, you know, we know just that much. I I do know some rides are cleaned differently, whether it be like the seats or, you know, the land pavilion. I think they do it like after every ride. Mm. I could be wrong on that, but things are done different differently. Excuse yeah. me. And so it's interesting to, you know, see and read about it. Yeah, it is. I I love reading about updates in Disney with COVID-19 I because I'm just so fascinated and I'm so fascinated how they're going to do moving forward. I really am. Oh, yeah. Sure. So also with that, um, just talking about the rides in general, riding with other parties. So this is like a, a big thing. I just talked about the land pavilion, the living with the land ride. Uh-huh. So they actually have plexiglass in between every single row. Same thing for um, Kilimanjaro safaris of, over in uh, Animal Kingdom. Uh-huh. So there's a lot of plexiglass there, but obviously we were with other parties. Now, what was interesting was when I just went on this recent trip, Brandon and I got the Millennium Falcon all to ourselves. Yes. He was the pilot. I was the shoot 'em up guy. Guys, I'm still practicing my Star Wars, okay? I'm trying out here. <laughs> <laughs> I was the shoot 'em up guy, and we got the whole thing to ourselves, which was great. Um, I know Rise of the Resistance, there's plexiglass, so we were with someone else. But it was very interesting to see which rides, you know, because that affects the wait times. Absolutely. Um, And so it was interesting to see which rides had more plexiglass. I know recently they just added another one to Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. And so I think they can start adding more people. So it's not just one party per car. Yes, because they, yes, I saw, oh my gosh, yes, I saw that. They put the plexiglass like literally in the center of the like cart or whatever that you guys are in. Yeah, so I think it's similar to how they have it in Rise of the Resistance now. Yes. It's just like right in the middle, which it really doesn't affect, 
your vision. So like anyone out there that's like, oh, I won't be able to see it. Like, yes, you can. (laughs) And if you you complain about it, just don't write it. Make my wait time less. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Sorry, guys, Kara is giving y'all the real (laughs) thoughts here. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I appreciate it. Yes. So that's not the only thing that Disney's doing, like the writing. They're also pushing hugely for mobile order. Right. Oh my gosh. I love mobile orders. (laughs) Some people think like it's so inconvenient, but I, before Disney shut down due to COVID, I mobile ordered every single chance I got. Like if I'm hopping off a ride, like I'm already mobile ordering my coffee or like my lunch. And as soon as I get there, I pick it up and walk out. Like I Mm -hmm. love mobile ordering. And now um, there's a ton of quick serve, pretty much all of the quick service restaurants are not even giving you an option to walk up and actually physically order. You have to mobile order. Um, And with some people that might not have the My Disney Experience app, which by the way, why would you not have the My Disney Experience app? But I just noticed a lot of people kind of standing outside those restaurants having to download the My Disney Experience app. Oh, wow. Mobile order. And I'm like, guys, come on. Come on, come on, come on. And I understand, you know, um, if for anyone that is in our wiser generations, I will say, mm-hmm. um, you may not be as uh, equipped in the technological devices. And we completely understand that. But that's why, you know, Casey and I are here to help. That's why travel agents are there to help. Um, we are helping and trying to give you information on how to do this and and how to prepare because you can go on I know it sounds silly but you can go on and practice mobile ordering Mm -hmm. you can go and if you know like I know for me if it would have been open when I was there with my tachos I would have been ordering (laughs) my tachos I would use a lunchbox but um you know, people that need to practice that. If you know a restaurant you're going to go to, you can practice that on the My Disney Experience app. So yep. do, don't be afraid if you haven't done it before, but it is a huge um, advantage that Disney actually has. I agree. And I might actually, now that you're saying that, I might post tonight on like our Facebook group, like just a screen recording of me like mobile ordering so everyone can kind of see like how it works and how easy that is so just as you were talking I'm like shoot I need to do that so be on the lookout for that tonight yeah that's actually a really good idea yeah so cool (laughs) and the last thing we wanted to talk to you guys about with Disney during COVID is the park reservations. Um, as we said there Disney is going from 25 to 35 percent which may not seem like a lot but it is when you're talking about <laughs> Disney um, and the masses that it can hold in the resorts, in the parks and all that fun stuff. So with park reservations, you still have to have a park, like you have to have your trip planned, right? But then you still have to have a park reservation to get in. So you have to put, okay, December 6th, I will go to Magic Kingdom. December 7th, I will go to Hollywood Studios. You have to put in those reservations to get into the park. Now, for my cardio people on here, and by cardio people, I mean my park hoppers, because I know that's your cardio. (laughs) Park hopping is coming back January 1st to 2021 with contingencies. Mm. So, Pay attention if you're a park hopper connoisseur. So you still need to have a reservation, a park reservation for the first part of your day. 
So if you plan on park hopping from Magic Kingdom to Epcot, you still need to have a park reservation for Magic Kingdom in the morning. Then you can park hop after 2 p.m. if your park that you're hopping to is not at capacity. Mm. So that is something to look forward to. You can definitely look at the My Disney Experience app to see if it's full or ask your cast member. They will help you. Um, so don't just expect to go to the next park because it might be at capacity. They might not let you in. Right. So that is something to look forward to. And um, for Rise of the Resistance, if you are planning on riding that ride, you have to start your day at Hollywood Studios. So you cannot park hop and then ride Rise of the Resistance. You yeah. have to start your day at Hollywood Studios. So I thought that was actually something interesting. And some people might not think about that. No, yeah, absolutely. So don't plan to, yeah, like, just like you said, don't plan to park hop over to Hollywood Studios after like 2 p.m. And like, you may not get a boarded group for Rise. Just, just face mm-hmm. it. <laughs> yeah. There's there's a lot of information there. And I say you park hopping people. It's not for me, y'all. Um, <laughs> it's not. And, and that's absolutely fine. We Why we Disney? We all do Disney different ways. And I think it's, it's just not for me. For someone that does not get to the parks as often. I'm like, I need to do everything in Magic Kingdom in one day. Like, if I'm only... You know what I mean? If I'm only yeah. going for four days and I'm only hitting one park at a time. So I think that's... Maybe like a scarce tactic, like from my like, I need to do everything in Magic Kingdom. I can't leave, not until they kick me out. Like it might be like a like a scare thing. I don't know, but um, I do respect anyone that park hops because y'all are some planners and <laughs> and some maybe even some go with the flow. Like oh, it's okay that we're over in World Showcase. Let's just hop over to Magic Kingdom and have dinner. That would stress me out so much. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean we're leaving? It's really great. So I'm a major, major park hopper. Um, but also like with an annual pass, like it's just, it's just, it's included in your annual pass, like price or whatever. So oh, really? Yes, it is. So you, cause you know, like when you buy like a normal ticket, you have to pay addition for a park hopper. So when you have an annual pass, you do not have to pay that addition. You literally can just hop from park to park to park. And yeah, so just like you said, it's like, well, we've spent all day at Animal Kingdom. Like, I really want to go eat at like, I don't know, Casey's Corner for dinner. <laughs> like, let's just go hop on over to 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 Magic Kingdom and, and do that. So I'm a huge park hopper. I just love it. Like, it's so, so much fun. But again, like Kara said, like if you are, you know, wanting to do one park a day and do four days a park per day and just like really grab everything that you possibly can within that one day, within that one park. I mean, it only makes sense to not, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Cheat codes galore. Y'all, we were learning cheat codes on the podcast. I didn't even know that with the annual paths. <laughs> Absolutely. And I wanted to mention just a couple of other things. So like when you are entering in the park, um, something I didn't think to mention, but is just on the Disney website is the temperature screening. Um, I feel like I had read somewhere like what your temperature needs to be under, but I don't know why I cannot care. Do you know? Because I cannot think of it off the top of my head. I have no idea. And I'm actually one of those people that my temperature runs lower 
Really? Yeah. So I like, and which is weird because I have hot blood and I'm constantly sweating. <laughs> but like my, it does, my temperature runs lower. So I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I just assume that I'm good. I don't have the COVID, right? Let me in. <laughs> the COVID, right? Yeah. So I, I mean, I don't know what the exact temperature is, but it's one of those things like, once I get my temperature checked and they're like, have a good day. I don't ask questions. I'm like booking it. Like, Beelining it away from right. them. <laughs> so it's not a huge, everyone thought like, I, I feel like I heard a lot of stuff like while they were shut down about like, oh, we're going to have to do temperature screenings. It's going to take so much longer to get in the park. Like Kara, when you were there, like, were they not like, boom, boom, boom. Oh my gosh. It. And again, if you're thinking that way, just stay home. My wait time won't be less. <laughs> exactly. It's so true. So other than the temperature screenings, obviously we talked about, you know, wearing masks. One of the huge stipulations with mask and Disney, I don't know if you know this, but you have to have ear loops, like absolutely have to have ear loops. It can't be anything um, like, you know, the, what do you call those things? The gators or the whatever. Gators, yeah fans that pull up so many people are trying to get by with those and they're like stopping you at the gate they're like nope you have to have ear loops and people were trying to like cut holes in their gaiters or whatever to put their ears in and disney was like no no gaiters you have to have a legitimate mask with ear loops so and yeah another thing too is if you have a child three and above they have to be in a mask they have to be in a mask, three and above. Now, two and under, you don't have to wear a mask. But even though I saw some babies with some parents, like, with mask on, which, like, hey, more power to you. Again, yeah. if you want to keep yourself more safe, that's cool. Mm -hmm. But for sure. See, look at all the cheat codes you guys are learning in one podcast episode. <laughs> <laughs> we promised this the very first episode, and I don't know how far we are in right now, but we're doing it now. Yeah, it's finally coming <laughs> to you guys. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> well, that is all we have for you today with Disney during COVID. Again, I hope you enjoy our cheat codes. I learned some stuff along with you guys. And uh, just at the, at the end of the day, if you are nervous at all, do stay home and the magic will still be there. I promise. But that is all we have. And we hope to see you next Wednesday. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.